Alright, book your toe. We're on my cut, page number 10. And we're picking up on the Mishnah on 9b. Mishnah. So the third Chet, no, Chet Bet uh, Amud Bet. 9 Chet uh, Amud Bet. Page 10. We're on page 9b right now. Uh, there's a Mishnah in, on 9 uh, Tet Amud Bet. The other one. One more. It's a lot. It's like 12, 15 lines up. Um, so the topic today is go, we're going to have a few topics. One is um, one is just kind of figuring out. So we're we're we're, we're not talking anymore about unintentional uh, murder. That was the requirement to get into the city of refuge. Now, once you're in the city of refuge, we have questions. What is this place? How many of them are there? Where are they located? Um, what's their size? That's kind of what we're going to talk about in the beginning. Then there's going to be Agadah on, on page Yudamud Aleph. Half of the page is going to be Agadah on Torah, learning Torah. And it, it's going to stem from the idea that uh, just like the uh, Yirmi Klat, the city of refuge, is a place where we, um, we provide the needs of the person who's accountable, um, we we have we have to be stores there. There has to be food for them. The person who's in the city of refuge. So too um, with Torah. Torah. Torah you have to have. There has to be Torah in the, the city of refuge for the person to learn. So if they go there, the rabbi has to go visit them and stuff. You see that I, I worked in jail. You know they have they have uh, they provide those needs for people in jail, the religious needs. So you have to do that too. And um, and then it goes into like a discussion on Torah. And we're going to talk about. Um, uh, it's just a topic kind of connected that we, we, we determine our own fate. The things that we do, God follows us. It's going to be connected. And then we're going to have a little bit of discuss, discussion on some laws connected to um, Klot, to, to the cities of refuge. So that's basically so the topic. Are they live alone or they could live in the, with the family? What's yeah, I don't know if they live with a family, but they lived. It's these are cities of refuge. This is like there's six or 42 of them. Uh, around Israel, and uh, and these are cities that are Le- Levite, Levite cities. So I don't know if their family went there with them. But there's no prohibition. Yeah, yeah. I don't see. It. I don't see why not. I, you don't give up your land. If you have land yeah. somewhere, you don't. That's have to be walled, right? right? Since it comes it's really to interesting because if they go yeah. by themselves, that's like really like jail. If they go there with their family, it's like a, it's the protection yeah. or rehabilitation. That's a really good point. Yeah, um, I just want to say one thing really quickly because uh, we've, we've been touching on this, but we haven't got to it. Um, and I don't want to take too much time on this, but I kind of researched a little bit the idea of why, why, like what you asked Asher about why we wait till the Kohen Gadol dies. So I'm just going to like run through three or four explanations. One is that this is just a way to to, sim, to, to signify that a certain time has passed. These are we, we we determine times. You have presidents, you have terms. This is a certain a significant amount of time. That's like one way. It's kind of, it's not the best explanation, but um, Chazal said that um, the Kohen should have prayed, like we mentioned this, and it's the Kohen's fault, kind of, that this person got into got into this problem in the first place. So once the Kohen dies, the Kohen's sin is forgiven, and then the the person's freed. Another explanation is that um, the tzaddikim. It's not the tzaddikim. It's not the Kohen's fault. But when the Kohen dies, that's a certain atonement for the world. And once there's like enough atonement in the world, then the person's able to become free. Um, another explanation is uh, is just that um, it's like you and uh, two you know two two people can't two opposites can't be in the same place they they kind of contradict each other so when a kohen gadol's in the world there's no room for uh, they go el adam 
the uh, the person who's well, actually I don't understand that one. That one's not, I don't really understand that one completely. So I'm going to move on from that one. The Sforno says um, the Sforno, this is good. The Sforno says something interesting. He says when someone kills unintentionally, we can't really determine what their intention is. We don't know. It could be there's levels of, of unintentionality, and because we can't really tell what exactly when someone kills. You know, on purpose, we know what they do. So unintentionally, it's not clear. It's like a gray area. So we can't establish the exact punishment they need because it's like a gray area. So God establishes their exact punishment, and God knows how long it's going to be based on when the Kohen Gadol is going to live or die. That's uh, that's another explanation for that. Let's go. All right. So you we're talking about. Um, so where do they? We're talking about now cities of refuge. Where do they go to? They go to the cities of refuge. Three in, on the right of the Yarden. Okay. There are three on the right side of the Jordan. This is the Jordan. This is Eretz Israel, let's say. Not exactly four. But three on the right side of the Jordan. One, two, three. And three on the left side of Jordan. One, two, three. Okay. Shalosh 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 Yarden. The Shalosh Shalosh Eretz Kanaan. Shinemar, et Shalosharim Tidnu me Everly Ardem, et Shalosharim Tidnu Beres Kanaan, three and three. So they're going to ask a, a, a really, uh, really uh, obvious question. Why do you have so many on this side? How many tribes are on the right side of the Jordan? Two. Two or two and a half. Great. Right. That's each Over here you have ten. That's not equal. You know, there's much more killers over here apparently. Why do we only have three over there and three over there? He's going to ask that. Uh, so Moshe, before he died, he set up these three. Yeshua came and set up the other. Oh, sorry, Moshe died set up these three on this side of the Jordan. Yeshua, when he entered into Eretz Israel, this side of the Jordan, he set up those three. So these three weren't in effect though until Joshua came and set up the other three. Nevertheless, Moshe set them up. So we're gonna, Gemara's going to discuss that. Why would he set them up anyway? Just let Yoshua do it or something. You know, it's, not, it's not relevant. It wasn't practical in his time. We're going to ask that. But, but you, you, couldn't, you couldn't access the first three until the next three were set up. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So you have to, there's a mitzvah to like set up uh, streets in order for people to get there, to pave the streets so it's easy to get there. Because our whole point is to protect or to provide kapara for those who cut, killed unintentionally. It's like it's like an interesting thing. You go out of your way to help this person and kill unintentionally. So, that I, I heard a nice dwarf about that too. That because um, there's no requirement to set up roads to go to Jerusalem for mm-hmm. Aliyah so why here and not there? Yeah. And and the the explanation I heard was if the roads if you, you don't want a bunch of people who are going to Irmiklat stopping on the way to say, how do you get to the Irmiklat? How do you get to the Irmiklat? Because people get the impression, my God, this country is full of killers. I keep on People keep uh-huh. asking me how to get to the Irmiklat. On the opposite, when people are going to yeah, Jerusalem, connect with each other. You, want it, well, and you want them to ask, because uh-huh. how do you get to Jerusalem? How do you get to Jerusalem? Them. Wow, everyone's going to Jerusalem. I should go too. Yeah. That's, That's good. I really like that. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> mechavnot lahem drachim, mizo lezo. Shenemar, tachina derech Okay. So every every person on their way to the army clot, okay, someone got a big kill, someone killed somebody. Um, now they're on their way there, we, we provide them with two guards, two tambi chachamim, two rabbis. Shemi yargenu b'derech v'yedabru alav. Sorry, shemi yargenu b'derech. We provide them with two tambi chachamim so they can protect 
they can protect. So what a tummy chamim? They're not like so super like they're not bodyguards, but I don't know. So they explain why you need tummy chamim. They debru alav. They speak to him. They speak to them. Um, so the tummy chamim go along the way and they, and they talk to these. If the goel adam, the, the avenger, the blood avenger, comes and tries to attack the the killer, the the, the murderer, um, they accuse murder. Um, so the tummy chamim will be there and they'll kind of convince them uh, to to not go through with that. That's why they put two Tommy Or at least you'll have two kosher Adam. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. So Rabbi Meir says, no, he can also speak on his own. So the question is, is it only on his own or with other people? If you say af, then it's also with with the with the Tommy Chamin. But he can speak for himself because it says it's the Devar Um Okay. Okay. Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda Omer. So this is actually pretty interesting. So, so I, I t- I, one time I'll just like, speak about more. I keep mentioning it like along the Aladerach, as they say. But like, I worked I, in two two high holidays in Rikers Island as, as a rabbi there for the for Rosh Hashanah and for Yom Kippur. And for, I went there other times too when I was in rabbinic, uh, rabbinical school. So um, Rikers Island is a holding jail. It's not a, like a prison. People don't go there. Not sentenced there. They're, they're awaiting sentence. So the Irmi Klat is one hand. It's a it's a jail for those who are killed unintentionally. It's a place where they they are in and they, they shouldn't leave. Um, but it's also a holding jail for those who kill intentionally, or at least it's a holding jail for everybody until they until they uh, go to, to trial. Anybody who kills go go to the uh, go to the Irmi Klat. Once you're there, you wait trial. And once you go, you're, you know, you go to trial, and then if you're accused of killing unintentionally, you go back to one of the city's refuge. If you're accused of killing intentionally, then they, you're, then you're, then you're killed. Um, and if you're exonerated, then you're free. So it's it's also like a waiting a waiting place too. So it's probably pretty. These areas are probably pretty filled with you know, people. It's, it's interesting because it's it's in the cities of it's where the Levites are. Levites are. So I think it's you know it's that's the best place for them to be because Levites are good examples and uh, maybe they can rub off on them. Yeah. Uh, so b'tchila in the very beginning before they they even get sentenced, they go to they go to the city's refuge. Beitin go and they go search for them, try to bring them from, from the city's refuge. Those who are, are uh, those who are liable for death, they kill them. They they uh, they exonerated them. They return them to the to the to the to the city's refuge. Okay, that's the Mishnah. Um, uh, the, the rabbis taught in a brayta. Right, so they were like I like I put here. These areas were. Um, these areas were aligned. These areas were aligned. These Arimi Klat were aligned, like uh, like three three roads. It's not exactly. Here you bring a picture of it. Um, it's kind of like that. So it's like they're kind of aligned. Um, this one, yeah. So it's good also to remember the names: Hebron, Shechem, Kedesh, Betzer, Ramot, and Golan. We're going to mention them. But those are the six. But there are more than that, actually. But the, we're going to talk about that. So those are the six main ones. So Shloshayim Yidim Moshe every day connect down Yidil Yeshua. But Aris Kanan, they were they were aligned. 
like two, um, like three, like two rows. Can mean they were aligned like two rows in a uh, in a vineyard, like that. The Chevron Biuda can I get Betzer Shbami Bar? So Chevron and Betzer. Shchem Bahar Ephraim can I get Ruah Begilad? Kadesh Bahar Naftali can I get Golan Babashan? So you have to go from the same amount. You actually separate the country into four parts. Well, this is Shlan. These X's are, are not relevant. It's this is the dots. We're going to get to the X's. This is one, two, three. So you have four, one, two, three, four. And these all have to kind of be equal. So, Vishilashta, Shumishulashin. I guess so. They have to be equal throughout the country, so everyone have equal opportunity to kind of get get to uh, the city's refuge when they need to to escape from the, the blood of enter. Um, okay. So from the south to Chevron should be equal from Chevron to Shechem, and Shechem to etc. Shechem, Chevron to Shechem, Kim Shechem to Kadesh, Shechem to Kadesh, Kim Tzafon. So those are four. For uh, for our areas, every Arden Tzlat Beretz Yisrael Tzlat. So you're asking a question that we mentioned before. Um, in the on this side of the Jordan, you have three, but, but that's a, there, there aren't many tribes there. And on this side of the Jordan, you have um, you have uh, three, but there's ten. There are ten tribes over here. That doesn't make sense. You should have an equal amount of uh, cities of refuge per per cap per capita. Yeah. 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 Um, so what does Abai answer? Abai begilad shchicherotzchim in in Gilad in this area there are a lot of murderers more than uh, uh, in the Arden there's more much more murderers and so it's equal in ter- not in terms of capital but in terms of the amount of murderers. gilad akuva midam it's covered with blood. What is akuva midam? Marbi elazar they would ambush to kill people. So, uh, there's a lot of people, um, a lot of killers there. Okay. So this is what I put on the board here. We have here this, this the distance from this is point one. Say this is two. Three. So the distance from let's say this is like can you give me an estimate? Let's say from south to to um, Hebron, how, how far? From Beersheba to, say? Let's say from Because they didn't go all the way to Eilat yeah. in those days. Yeah. 100 kilometers? Okay, let's just say 100. Now, somebody who, so, this is a long, this is 100 kilometers. Now, they say, they say somebody killed somebody in between Hebron and Shechem. Yeah? So, they're not moving as far of a distance as somebody from the south to to Hebron. Right, right. Why? Because they can either go, if they go above this line, they go to Shechem. If they're below that line, they'll go to Hebron. This is like only a distance of 50. Right, right. Um, and up here, which, what was up there? Um, Kedesh. So here's also 100 kilometers. Because of the historical border, not, not today's border. Yeah. So, so oh, I just kind of missed this one. This is, we're just saying the distance between 
if someone killed somebody in the south, it's 100 kilometers, let's say, to Hebron. But, and when the same thing from the north, right? There's 100 kilometers to Kedesh for the first place. Let's say you killed somebody in between, someone, someone killed somebody in between Hebron and Shechem. So there's not as much of a distance to go, because if they're below this line, they're going to go to Hebron. It's always 50, there's only 50 kilometers. So they're going to ask, what's, why is that? They go, that's what they say here. In the north and the south, the Merchake, 100 kilometers. It's only 50 kilometers. So, in this area, there are a lot of people uh, who kill, so, 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 what does that explain? How do you understand that? So they have less to go. The likelihood, if, if you have a place where there are much, it's much more likely, in other words, you, you, you're going to, um, at risk, you have an at-risk population, oh. so you want to be able to accommodate them. Okay. Where it's less likely down south, so. it's not such a big issue, because you have fewer people you have to be concerned with, okay. is so, how yeah, I would look. Like if the concentration of Otschim, as you're saying, yeah. is in the middle, kind of... You don't want to overwhelm a specific Aramic lot that it should always have all of the bad ones coming. So the, you split the, you divide the wealth, you, you, so to speak. So they are doing it per capita of Rothstein, which you, yeah. your original question was... Per capita was, of population. Right. So there are two types now. We have two, we said on this side, there are, we, put, we have more cities of refuge because there's more killers in this So it's proportional to the... And here we have closer location. Because there's more. Right. Yeah. Right. But the same it's underlying like, concept. It's disproportionate on the right because you have more people who are likely to you know, be involved in murder. Mm-hmm. And here it's simply a... Um, well, there, there is a... Di- there's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a bleak kind of assessment, but... You know. that's, that's what it is. That's the shot. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just like, lots of murderers <laughs> over there. You know, it's like, what a statement, right? Uh-huh. What do you... What do you which part about that? It's like it's not speaking schut to Am Yisrael. I mean, we're talking about Jewish people, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let me see Yeah, there are a lot of killers over there. Well, the truth is, Chem is is uh, historically like a a city that's. It's known for its. It's known for its. Dina there, right. the brothers. Even even there was a lot. Yaakov did some bad stuff. Shem is considered. So Shem has a, a lega, it's a legacy. It's a, a legacy. By the way. If you go there today, it's also not, you're right. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it says, So as my Konim, what does it mean that there's like a, a group of Konim, a, a, a cult or a clique of Konim? So it says, what does it mean? It Just like the Kohanim gather together in the granaries to accept all their truma, so do these people in this in this area. They would gather together to kill. Okay. The two Leica, There's only there are no more than six. It says another another pasuk. here. So you have to have forty-two. And these forty-two are the, really forty-two cities, the Levite city, Levite cities. Amar Bai halalu koltot bein ladat bein shaladat halalu ladat koltot shaladat inan koltot. So the ones that the six, so halalu, the first one, Amar says this halalu six. These six are they accept people who who know and don't know. Meaning, if somebody uh, somebody is there and they don't know that it's an irmiklat, it still protects them. 
Like there's a goel adam can't attack them there. It's funny, like you're, like these goel adams. Oh, really? I didn't, I know, now I know the halacha that if even though I see him, this person doesn't know that the, this is a real irmi clot. I know the halacha that I can't attack them now. It's like an interesting thing. It's like I don't know if it's saying that that person, someone is, so the six, these six. If somebody's in there and they don't know it's an irmi clot, but they happen to kill somebody unintentionally, they're, they're protected. But the other 42, if somebody's in there, only if they know that it's a uh, city of refuge, they're protected. Mm-hmm. If they don't know it's a city of refuge, they're not protected. Mm-hmm. So the question is, what does that mean they're protected? Does that mean that this means that the, goel, the person, the avenger, uh, the blood avenger, knows the halacha and they say, oh, I can't attack them now? Or does this mean that they're protected, like, mystically or something? Like, I don't know. But I think it's more the, the former. That the goel adam can't attack them, even if they don't know that this city is a city of refuge, if it's one of these six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Well, or, or maybe really, is he liable, for what kind of murder is he liable? If you, if you, if you, you might say, if you kill, if you're a goylet, if you're a, a blood avenger, um, and you kill someone, right, you have some liability. But it might be different and, but that liability clearly is different, for example, if you're on the road or you're already in the Irmi Klut. Mm-hmm. So you might ask, is there a difference in the liability of the murderer depending on whether he kills in one of these six? Whether he kills one of the six or if he, if he goes to one of the six after he kills? No, no, no. The, 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 the person who's not supposed to kill, the blood avenger. Oh, the blood avenger. We, we say he has... Yeah. A right to kill yes. that person when that person's not in an ear me yeah. right? I like that. So you're saying because he doesn't know, it's like he's on the on the path. Something like that's right. Yeah. There's that's a different good. level of liability on the goel adam who, who shouldn't be killing in the first place. But that's good. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Abai, Abai says these six koltot bein ladat bein shaladat. Sridrashi, Bain Ladat, it's when the, the short lines start. Bain Shabarach Shamadat, Klita, Bain Shilobarach Shamadat, Klita, Shiloya Yodashi, Koladat. Okay, good. Um, the Halalu, the 42, Ladat Kotot, Shiloladat, Ainan Kotot. They don't, they don't uh, receive the person when they don't have dot, that they don't, they have knowledge that it's a uh, city of refuge. Okay, so they're asking, so we say Hebron is one of the, uh, the cities of refuge. Well, they're asking a question. Um, it's not, they're going to ask this about another place, too, Kedesh. So, it's not, are you sure that Hebron's really a city of refuge? It says, God gave Kalev at Hebron. And if God gave Kalev at Hebron, it shouldn't be a city of refuge. Amar Abai, um, God only gave Kalev the peripheries perf, perf, of Hebron, not Hebron itself. So really, Hebron is a city of refuge. God gave him the periphery area, peripheral, peripheral areas, and so that doesn't contradict. The Kedesh Irmiklat Habe. So is a Kedesh Irmiklat? It's a city of refuge. It says Vaktiv Varei Mivtsar Atzadim Tsar Vachemet Reked. I'm reading this publicly. Rabbi Kedesh Vadrei Vein Chatzor. These are locations. Um, let me just read that properly. Varei Mivtsar Hatsadim Tsar Vachamat. So these are locations, but it says these are all fortified cities. Kedesh is included in the category of fortified cities. But Kedesh, but, but we, we learn, we're going to learn in a moment that anything that's a big town or a small town, small area, they can't be a, 
a city of refuge. So that seems like it's a problem because Kedesh is a big fortified city. It's going to say, that's what they can't be um, small settlements. They can't be big cities. You know, uh, in between. In between. Amar of Yosef Tartek. So you're right. You really are right. But but this pasuk that says Kedesh is uh, is a fortified city. I was talking about a different Kedesh. There are two different two Kedeshes. That's the, that's the explanation. Tartek Kedesh Havai. Just like Ravashi says, Kagon Salikos Vakra de Salikos. There's two places. One called Sal- Salikos. Another one is Vakra de Salikos. They have a picture here. It's in Iraq. These two locations. Uh, one is here. One is the same name. Um, okay. Gufa. So we have this. The Brightest says, and we're going to just, like quote the Brightest now, and then we're going to explain it. So the Brightest stretches for like five lines. So it's just going to go through details again. We're, we're on detail. We're still on the first topic of our dot, which is details of the cities of refuge. So here are some interesting details of what goes on. So you think about jail and conditions in jail or prison. Um, you're trying to, to some extent, provide some, you know, some basic needs. And if you can, um, if you view, some, if you there are different approaches to you know prison in general and what the purpose is. Is it punishment? Is it rehabilitation? That's like a big uh, discussion. So if it's about like rehabilitation, so you're going to try to pr- pr- provide a lot of what they need in order for them to feel feel comfortable and to to, to progress. So um, here you could maybe try to figure out which one is if, if they which few they're taking in relation to cities of refuge. They can't be small cities. And not big towns. Small settlements are big towns. Um, so Rashi explains the Tiring Tanim. If you see Rashi, it's like uh, you found him. He's like mm-hmm. next to Haga Odabach on the right. Tiring Tanim. It says the Vishayim is an Imitzim. It's a small town, small settlement. There's no food, proper food. There's not proper food there. They don't have stores. They don't have like uh, centers. The little Krachim Dolim. So if it's a big city, uh, the, the goal, the, a lot of people are there, and the, the blood of Endric will find themselves there. <coughs> so we don't want them to be there. We don't put them in, uh, they need water, that's obvious, because, you know, that's obvious. So we bring them water, um, we, we, put, we, we make channels, and we, we stretch out the water from some sort of water body. We have to put them in a place where there are store or markets. Markets, exactly. So Rashi says, "Okay, again, so you can have food." It's like five lines up from the bottom of the right side of Rashi. So you need to have cities all around it. It's because around population. So it's so the you know the blood avenger doesn't come in the middle of the night and people don't see. You know, there's some sort of um, impediment for them to, to to come in and just kind of sneak in. If there's a you know. There's a there's a lot of cars in the driveway. The uh, the burglar is more afraid to, to come in the house. The next but if it's dark and there's no cars, it's more okay. welcoming. Um, okay. Uh, so if there's so if there's not if the uh, population has uh, decreased, uh, you you ask your neighbor to put their car in your driveway <laughs> if you drive to the airport. Um, so if if there are lack lack of people living at people houses there, I guess. So you bring in Kohanim Levim Yisraeli. Okay. So 
bahen lo kli zayin v'lo You don't sell there, you know, uh, weapons of war and uh, hunting tools. Uh, so Rabbi Nechemia says, you know, you shouldn't sell these things there because, because you know, you don't want to make things too easy for the blood avenger authority in the area. And like, oh, I just saw him. Let me go to the store and get my get a rifle or something. You don't want to make it make it easy for them. Chachamim they allow it though. Um, so Rashi says, uh, Rashi says in the bottom of the right side, if he brings if they if he brings a gun from his house people you know they'll, they'll figure it out but if he's already in town he can buy it it's easier um, so I don't know what Chachamim's approach is they they allow it right they allow them to buy weapons I don't know because they must think about self defense the still needs defense they're first oh. they're um, second amendment guys mm-hmm. okay you, know? you never know you might need it because someone might break into your house like the blood avenger ah you're saying it's for the, okay for the I mean, protection maybe mm-hmm I hear that. Um, yeah, it's true. You don't uh, put nets in that area. I mean, you don't. You don't. You don't braid uh, ropes. So, so these are like things that you do in the marketplace that would that would um, bring people in to go buy them. Because you don't. Again, you don't want the blood avenger to be to be happy, to be uh, you know present there. Okay. You have you know you have a great uh, you know. Um, uh, frozen yogurt store there. You don't want to invite all these people into the into the area. So therefore, who was in charge to provide them food and other things? Who who actually provided them with food? Yeah, who was in I charge? Know, I suppose they're they're walking around. I don't, I don't yeah, I think they're, they're in the house. You know, they're walking around. There's there's it's a Levite city. They're protected in the city. Maybe they maybe they get some sort of job there. And uh, yeah, it's a functioning city. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't want it to be. It's a protected have, city. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you just don't want it to be unduly uh, attractive to yeah. people outside. Yeah, yeah, but it has to have, it has to have food. It has it has to have function. It's a municipality, and they probably even have an organized yeah. system right. to protect the person. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? there must like, be. And there's market, as they say. What's the water, water, like market. Someone I mean, has a, a, restra- a, restra- what's a restraining, restraining, restraining or something like that. A restraining order to keep the other person to keep away. Keep the person away. So there's maybe like they're still living their lives, but they have a restraining order against. The the Goel Adam or whoever. You know, I mean, maybe there's showing room there. Who knows? Yeah. Like, well, you know. Yeah, well, I'm sure somebody knows, but I don't know. <laughs> All right. But but generally, it's a functioning city. And, and yeah. People are living their lives. Yeah. Uh, and there's water. There's you know there's what we need. Amaravitzak um, Micra. So okay, so now we're back to. But just to to to, to, to the point, why it's a middle city, not a big. A big, it's obvious because it's a big city, everyone goes to. So there's a likelihood that the guy's going to come. The you know the blood avenger. But if it's a little city, too small, it has no municipality. It doesn't have the structures we're talking about here. You need them. So you need at least a minimum of of a city. Yeah. So you know some kind of organization. So if it's really small, it'll have none of these things. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think that's mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. So here's the question. So we finished the bright. That was like six lines of bright. Um, now we're in Amor Amorayim. They're discussing the price. Amar Biyitzak, my cry. What's the? How do we know that we have to take care of the uh, the the the, what's the kill the murder the accused murder or the unintentional murder? Um, what's the pasuk? Ganasa lechami arim ha'el v'chai. The pasuk ends v'chai. Avi le midi dehavi lechivta. You have to give them things that will keep them alive. 
So from this we're going to get into the discussion of Talmud Torah because if somebody goes into there and they're a Talmud Chacham, but they you know they didn't they didn't have books as many books at the time. They they have uh, their their Google, which is their rabbi. Whenever they want to look something up, so I have to bring I can't go there without Google. So they bring a rabbi. They bring their rabbi with them into the Irmi into the city. Right? So you have to stock the prison Be- library with Svarim. Yeah. Yeah, you have to give, you know, if the person needs Svarim, you have to yeah, buy yeah, them. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they're going to say, so that, that's also, that's the Chayut, that's what they need for their their life, the Tami Chacham. Tami Chacham Shigalam Megalim Imrabo Imo. So the rabbi goes with him. So I guess the rabbi re- relocates to that, to that neighborhood. Shinamar Vachai. Avile Midi de Havile Chayuta. They get something that brings them life. So, don't mess around with students that are that are uh, naughty students because they'll make you uh, you know travel all around the country. And you have to visit them in jail, or you have to go live with them, or visit them. I'm not sure if visit them, or uh, yeah, go visit them in jail. Rabbi Yochanan, Harav yeah, or the opposite, you know, go give Tamicheno Hagun try to correct them so they don't get into that situation. I don't know, but they're not saying that. Rabbi Yochanan, Harav, so the rabbi who uh, kill unintentionally. Um, so you would say uh, that person should be uh, excommunicated all, all over the news and this person should, all the students should stay away from them. Oh, not exactly. Harav Shigala Megalin Yeshiva To Imo. Oh. A rabbi that killed unintentionally. His whole yeshiva goes with him. It's kind of crazy, right? Um, yeah. Harav Imo. Ini, really? So, is that true? Um, that that they that they that the Tamil Chacham just in the first place that 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 the that the, um, that the rabbi is exiled. We're going to ask just a question in general. How can the rabbi be exiled at all? It says that the, when someone learns Torah, it's like the Torah um, is collect them. It's like accepts them in. So there's some sort of protection. So if, they, if they're learning Torah all days, then they, they're like in a Irmi cloth. Um, it's like they're in a city of refuge. It's like Ini Bamarbi Yochanan. The Torah accepts them in like a city of refuge. So what's the, So on one hand we say that the the, the, the Rav and the Tamichacham they they are exiled. On the other hand we say if someone learns Torah they don't they don't need to be exiled because the Torah I guess even protects them and even more maybe it protects them from the blood avenger. So Lokasha. So yeah, it's true it does protect them but they're not always learning. You have moments when you're not learning. In those moments, you're not protected from the blood of Andrew. I was going to say, That's when you're learning it. When you're not learning it, you're not, you're not completely protected from, from the blood of Andrew. So that's the answer to that. So we say the rabbi is exiled because the rabbi needs protection from those times when you're not learning. Um, so another explanation is, no, it's not even talking about the Torah. Uh, the Torah is, 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 serves as a, as a, City of Refuge. Rather, it serves as protection from what? Not from blood adventure, uh, but from the Malacha Mavit. So this would be the Shemayim. Yeah. And so, so that doesn't contradict at all. Right. You need A rabbi needs City of Refuge. You need the Torah to protect them from the, the, the Malacha Mavit, the, the angel of death. So they're going to bring a story connected to that. He had Rav Chizda. So Rav Chizda was studying and learning. Um, does it say there? Bebe Rav, in, in the study house of Rav. And and he uh, and the Malachamavit, you know, the, the 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 angel of death wanted to you know to, uh, to attack him, but he couldn't because he was studying really hard. So they couldn't get close to him because he wouldn't stop learning. 
I was waiting for him to get in there. And sometimes, like, when you do that, you want to interrupt, like, somebody in the middle of the learning, you're just waiting for them to stop, and they just keep going. It's like, stop it, alright, I want to tell you something. Anyway, Salik Viativ, so what did the Malacham Avit do? It went and sat on the cedar uh, in a house, like, I guess a plank or a, or a, or a, a, a beam in the, in the Beit Midrash and broke it. All of a sudden, Rav Chizik got startled. He looked up, he became quiet. And, uh, and then the Malcham could, could So this is David Melch Redux. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Bar Bar Khanila. So we're gonna talk about the Torah a little bit, but before that we're gonna have like two statements here. Arbitanchum Bar Khanilai. Bibnei Ma Zahura, why did Ruven merit to uh, be mentioned first? Because his in the Pasuka mentions I think um, what does it say, Ruven first? Uh, uh, your, it says Baremiklat. Uh, says Shepatacha to the, the talked about him first in the towns of refuge, um, which was Reuven's area. Anybody know? Maybe it's Betzer. Yeah. So that was mentioned first in the pasuk. Why was his name? Why is his city of refuge mentioned first? So they said because he mentioned he he stood up first for 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 who for Yosef. He said, you know, throw him in the pit. And then, then Yehuda said, we shouldn't throw him in the pit. We should sell him. But he, uh, he was trying to throw him in the pit, maybe to save him. So that's why he's mentioned first. Um, uh, okay. He tried to save him. Um, what's his name? Uh, Yosef first. So he, he his city of refuge is also a, a, a redemptive area that was mentioned first. So Yishmaru Adam. So the Pasuk says Moshe separated three cities of refuge in the east of the, of the sun. Mizracha Shemesh. So what is Mizracha Shemesh? How do you understand this? So what, what we're doing here, these, this series of refuge are light unto the killers. It's, it's not really talking about the sun. It's talking about light. It's kind of it's descriptive. It's saying that um, these cities of refuge, God looks positive upon them and says that these are like a light. This is like a light, uh, like a lifesaver, uh, extended hand to the to the unintentional murderers. Uh, you, Moshe, um, you extended, you, you shed light on the on the murderer. So it's basically kind of the same thing, but it's either God or Moshe. Um, I, I, when I first read it, I thought maybe the second one's more critical. Like you shouldn't have done that. You extended this light to the rotzchim. That's problematic. I don't know, but um, let's keep going. So here's the pasuk we're going to be doing here. So it says somebody who likes silver. I'm just looking at the pasuk. You can just take a look if you want. Um, someone who likes silver will, will never be satisfied with silver. The same thing as someone who likes money, you're never satisfied with money. Someone who likes a lot, it's not clear what this is. Uh, someone who someone who loves, they receive a lot of uh, increase. So we're going to see what these specific means. We're going to be dealing with this for like a few lines here. So Ohev Kesev, Lo Yisbaz Kesev, Zet Moshe Rabbeinu. So this part of the pasuk, this first part, talking about Moshe Rabbeinu. Zet Moshe Rabbeinu. Shayu Desh Ein Shalosh Arim Shabe Every Arden Kotot Ad Shalonif Charu Shalosh Beres Kanan. So Moshe set up these three cities of refuge. If you look on the uh, the target, he set these three up. But but he knew that these weren't be in effect until these three got set up, and he wouldn't be able to see that. 
But nevertheless, he set that up because he wanted to, because uh, he had a mitzvah that came into his hand, that came uh, that that um, he stumbled upon. He should do it immediately. That's the idea of ohev kesef lo Someone who who loves kesef with tears talking about mitzvah, they'll never be satisfied. They always want more and more mitzvah. Even if even if like it's not like someone someone who eats extra food when they're not hungry, uh, they're never satisfied. They keep eating. Same thing. Somebody he wasn't even going to be able to benefit from this mitzvah, but he kept doing it because he loved the mitzvah. That's okay. how the yetzahara can be. Uh, the opposite too. Yeah. Yeah. Usually it can be used for for good. Yeah. You, you have a, a insatiable desire to do mitzvot. Yeah. We also come under that. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Right. You use your insatiability. Right. To, 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 to right. But service. it's also yeah. a curse, right? Well, I'm saying that's you, the if you like money. You'll yeah, never have that's the shot. Everybody says that. That's the, yeah. that's the shot that people. You love money. You're never going to be satisfied with money. You, you always don't. But you learn out from that, that that the drive, which is that's, right, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's how we learn yeah. the answer. Yeah. That it also it's is for good. Answer for good. You're right. right. You're right. Is this me or have a mon lot for me or have a mon? This is lot for. Sorry. Should say lot for. So who who who's word so you have Bamon, who should be who's worthy of teaching the the, the public? Um uh, who's worthy of teaching the me uh I guess the reading is Lotwa is Lamed Vav, not Lamed Aleph. You're saying somebody who has Someone who has a lot of Torah, they should be teaching the public, the masses. Now, the have, who is worthy of teaching in public? Somebody who has Tfuah, which means a lot of Torah. Meaning, if you go and teach Torah and you don't really know what you're talking about, you shouldn't do that. Um, so, they're darshaning. Mio have Tfuah, who should pray? So what's the shot? Who should speak of the words of God? Tilot Hashem. Those who who should speak of the the power, the the glory of God, or the strength of God? Someone who uh, someone who could speak all of God's tihilah. Somebody who knows what's up. They should speak about God's glory. So who doesn't know what they're talking about? Um, they should um, be quiet. <laughs> um, get to how they darshan that pasuk. Somebody, somebody who, who who's worthy of speaking glory the, the power, the glory of God. Somebody who can speak all of the tihila. Somebody who who knows how to who knows what they're talking about. Rabbanan. <coughs> um, so somebody who loves the person, somebody who loves a person who's teaching, somebody who loves the person who's teaching the public, that person, they'll, they'll, they'll receive a lot of blessing. That's how they're understanding it. So you, not that you, you you love the person who's teaching the public. Um, so immediately, people the the, the rabbis put their eyes on um, on Rava Bray Derava, who had a, a, who um, they put their eyes on him, and 
Sorry. So it says somebody so they, they they all looked at the certain rabbi who used to love Tamari Khamim and they saw the blessing was was uh, he was given to, to that person because that rabbi because he loved Tamari Khamim, he had a lot of kids. So he had a lot of tefuah. So that's why they all looked at him right when they they learned that. Um kind of moving a little quickly because I kind of want to make some headway here. Um, okay. Siman. This is interesting. Ashi lilmod, rava lilameh. That's, if you want to remember what we're going to learn right now, um, Ashi is going to talk about learning. Ravina is going to talk about teaching. And the, the, the concept is we're going to say um, <coughs> that Yeah, okay, let's do this. Uh, Rav Ashi says, Amar kolo ba'mon lo So somebody who loves learning, they get a lot of blessing. They get a lot of tfuah. Behind it, Amar So, oh, sorry. Somebody who loves learning with a lot of people. So this question is, is this learning or teaching? This one. This is, in, this is with, um, in large groups. So they're both going to learn differently. So the first person says, whoever, Misha, whoever loves learning with large groups, they get a lot of tefuah. They get a lot of blessing. The, the second rabbi, Ravina, I think, is going to see whoever te- loves to teach large groups, they get a lot of blessing. And that goes back to like uh, different approaches in general. It's more important to learn or to teach. Uh, so that's what they're going to say here. That's how they darshan So, um, so here we go. So Rav Ashi says, Whoever likes to learn with a lot of people, they get a lot of blessing. And the idea is when you learn with a lot of people, then you're not by yourself. You can exchange ideas, and uh, you're not just kind of like in a university studying silently. And that's what they're going to say here. What does it say? It says... Uh, there should be an, a knife on those uh, of the Badim. So we're going to see what that means. So, which is, says, it's talking about a, a sword should be on the, um, on the Tamari Chim that sit Levad. Cherv al Abadim. Cherv al Abadim. These are Tamari Chim that sit Levad. They're worthy of being of the of the sword because Tamilim shouldn't sit by themselves. You should be sitting together and learning together. That's how learning it. Cherv al abadim, cherv al tzavros. So sonem Tamilim is talking about Tamilim. They're just using that language of. They also become stupid this way because uh, when you're not exchanving ideas with other people, you become stupid. So two different places, and the other place is talking about something that's. Uh, 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 foolish. So somebody who studies by themselves and not become stupid, they actually end up sinning because you study things the wrong way. You want to exchange ideas. Another place. Sorry, so on. Ravina, Ravina, So Ravina is another approach. Same idea, but he says someone who teaches the masses. Not that they learn with a lot of people; they teach a lot of people. Rabbi said, I learned a lot from my rabbis. And from my friends, even more. From my tamidim, more than everybody. So the more, the more people you teach, the more you're going to know. So that's why, uh, that's what they're saying. 
So it's, there's a pasuk. It's, it's also connected to Torah. So Josh is connected to Torah. Uh, what does it say that our 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 legs stood in the in the, in the gates of Jerusalem? What allow for our legs our legs to stand up in war? Sharei Shalim, Sheuskim Torah. So our legs were able to stand in war because of the gates of Torah that were in Jerusalem. Another statement of Rabbi Shubhanlevi. I heard I was the uh, senior rabbi, and all these people were saying, "When is, when is the senior rabbi, you know, gonna, um, uh, you know, uh, yeah, move on? We, we want the we want the other person to to go." Um, so, and he said, and he, even though he heard that, he was still happy. You know, he heard that people were saying, "When's David's gonna uh, reign gonna be done, so someone can come and build the temple?" I want that to happen already? And David said, "I was nevertheless I samachti baomrimi." People said that I was still happy. <clears throat> What did God say to him? Uh, One day in your life is better than a thousand, uh, in your courtyard is better than a thousand. What does that mean? One day that you're learning Torah is better than a thousand um, uh, korbanot olot that someone's going to bring on the Mizbeach. So there's a lot of depth there, but we'll keep moving on a little bit. So, Mechavnot Lehem Drachim. So we, we provide for them paths to get to the cities of refuge. Now we're going back to another part of the Mishnah. This is the third part of our daf. Rabbi Elazar ben Yaakov Omer. Miklat hayakatuv al parashat drachim. Kedeshi akirotech v'yifnelesham. So uh, along the paths they had signs that said, Miklat. This is, uh, you know, so they, they, they guided people along the way to get there. It wasn't just like, you know, there was good signage. Signage, is this signage. signage, yeah. And it's not as you drive in Israel, there's not such good signage, but they're getting better with that. But here, everywhere you go, you'd see a sign. If there was a path, a, a fork in the road, it would tell you this way to, to the Miklat. That's what you had to do. Um, and that's what, and there's a pasuk, Afghana brings a pasuk for this. Tachin derech. So it, should, it really means pave yourself away, but he's learning out a different way. Asela achanal prepare it already beforehand for people who need direction. He would open up this parsha of uh, talking about the cities of refuge with a pasuk. God is good and 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 straight, um, and he would he would um, guide sinners along the way. It's basically, God was helping sinners get. Uh, get to where they need to get. So he goes, even the more so for the tzadikim, that if they go along the right path, that God will guide them. So we have this idea again that like the good is outweighs the bad in, in the judgment. So for the chataim, so even the more so for the tzadikim. So now what we're talking about that you can affect your your you can affect like the divine providence to some extent. Like if you go on the good path, God will follow you. We're going to continue on, on, with the pizza talk, talks about the same concept that like whatever you do, whatever you put out, what goes around comes around. So if you kill somebody. Um, Unintentionally, and they couldn't. They, you weren't sentenced in court. God will arrange a situation where you would be killed. And if you kill unintentionally, God will arrange a situation where you. And if you and you, no one found out, God will arrange a situation where you will be killed. You will. Ha, you will be exiled. They're going to bring a case, an example of this. It says. Uh, uh, so Rishakis Patachla Pitchel the High Parsh the Behachi would he would start this way. 
Now God brought it to this person's hands. It says the Pasuk says when someone kills unintentionally, it's as if God brought it to their hands. So what, what does that mean? That God brought it brought it to their hand. So they're gonna explain that sometimes that person who kills unintentionally, it's not stop that they kill unintentionally. It's because they might have done something beforehand. They might have killed unintentionally beforehand, but they weren't sentenced. So God brings them another case of killing unintentionally. Then they are sentenced and they get the exile. So you could say, why doesn't God just exile them? Why does it go through this, like, making them kill again? What's, you know? So, uh, we're going to see. Um, this is uh, So, from the evil people will come evil. There's a concept like that. It says in David Melch, I think, said that. Um, this is from. This is from Shmuel, yeah, David Melch, um, I think. There's two people. Shargu et Nefesh. Two two people killed. People. Two people were murderers. One Harag Bisho, one killed unintentionally, one killed intentionally. Both of them don't have witnesses. So God arranges that these two people, Shlomi who killed intentionally and Reuben who killed unintentionally, um, they bring the God arranges that they both end up in an inn. And Sharag So we said Shlomi killed unintentionally. Did I say? Let's say Shlomi killed unintentionally. So uh, he he ends up on a ladder. And Reuben, who killed intentionally, he ends up under the ladder. Reuben sits under the, the ladder. He killed intentionally. He goes down the ladder. And he ends up killing Reuben. This person who killed uh, intentionally, they get killed. This is the person that killed unintentionally, they end up getting exiled. So you could say, why doesn't God just provide exile for the person who killed unintentionally and not make them go kill another person? I don't know, but maybe they have to say, have to have somebody who, who kills the, the person who kills intentionally. It's pretty efficient. Yeah, process. Okay. Yeah, but it's also to try to explain that when you see things that don't make sense to you, yeah. there is a divine justice. Well, the pasuk says that Esher Inaliado. It's it's you know the pasuk says that God inter- intervenes here. So let's just get a little bit more here. Amar Avabar Avhuna Amar Avhuna Amila Amar Avhuna Amar Lazar Mina Torah Mina Nevim Mina Tuvim. We learn from the Torah Nevim Tuvim that the per- the way that person wants to go. God lets them go. So it's like interesting. Usually you say, oh, I had such yata dishmai today. Everything worked out the way. Well, does that mean that that's yata dishmai? Is that like the, the divine hand of God? Is that just because this is what you wanted? According to this passage, that's what you wanted, so God lets you do it. So, I don't know. Um, there's Mina Torah, because uh, God said, don't go with them to Bilam. And, God said, and then Bilam said, I want to go with them. God said, okay, go with them. Kam kum lachitam. Minaviim. Uh, I, I guide you along the way for your for your profit, and I and I, I guide you along the way. So God guides us along the way. You want to go from the tomb from the from Mishle, It says, So if you're if you're going to scorners, you'll be around you'll you'll you'll, you'll be around scorners. So the way you want to go, that's the way God will let you go. Let's just do a little, one more here. Um, we have like half a minute. Someone who go to the who got to Irmiklat and the Goel Adam, the Avenger, found them and killed them. The Avenger, the blood Avengers is Patur, right? It's crazy, right? The blood Avenger found them. He's Patur. Why? Because it says in the pasuk, "Velo emishpat." Um, the pasuk says, "And this person is emishpat mavet." Who's the low? If so, if the blood avenger found them and they and they were in the it found them, it says lo emishpat mavet. The blood avenger does not have. Uh, this is somebody doesn't have mishpat mavet. Question: Who is it? 
is it the uh, is it the uh, blood avenger? Or is it the person? Is the is it the unintentional murderer? This is not in the ear miklat. This is in the ear miklat. In the ear miklat. Yeah. The ear miklat is supposed to protect him. I know, but what if he did it by accident? What if, what if the oh. blood avenger killed him? Killed him, or he did it. He did it. Uh, um, maybe I think maybe. Then it would have to be the velo. The him would be the blood avenger. Exactly. So velo imishpat begoel adam whom itichtiv meitive. So there, no, we're going to bring up ten next verse that contradicts this. Velo imishpat berotzech hakatum medaber. Now it's talking about lo is the uh, the the unintentional murderer. So when it says he doesn't have mishpat mavit, he's not he's not liable for being killed. That therefore he goes to the city of refuge, as it's talking about him. Uh, the rest of the pasuk says, and he doesn't hate him from yesterday and the day before. Obviously, it's talking about the, uh, the unintentional killer, murderer. So that that's the, uh, the subject we're talking about. Um, so the Rava that says it's talking about the Goel Adam, the blood avenger, he's, he, he has a support from another Tanakh source. So we have two parts of the Pasuk. We separate them. We say the, uh, the first part is talking about the, uh, the, the part that's talking about the person doesn't hate him from yesterday that's talking about the blood, their intentional, unintentional murderer. And so we have another part that's, that's available for the Goal Adam, which is He doesn't have the, the punishment of the death penalty. That's talking about the blood avenger. Um, okay. Because you can't connect those two. Because Lo Sonet can't be the blood adventure. Exactly. Exactly. That's the so, so they're saying that is the person, Rava, how does he learn that? He just says, I split it. Really, that Lo Sonet from yesterday and day before, that's talking about the the, 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 the unintentional of murder. I should have wrote the Pasuk on the board, but nevertheless. But the other part of the Pasuk, I just split it and say that's talking about the blood avenger. It's not It's not the best. It's, it's is not that where the Rambam gets the three days from that Pasuk? What's the day before? You said the Rambam uh, that, said, uh, you not have to, for three days. Yeah, if they're not talking them for three right? days. You think that's related? Tomorrow shall show. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, tomorrow shall show. Yesterday and the day before. Yeah, right? today, yesterday and the day before. That's where Rambam comes yeah. the three days. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Sure. Also, this thing about the data. I think there's also the message. You start behaving in a certain way, like a bad way. God puts in front of you a 